only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar is It's a late rally on Wall Street. It's too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio. I'm Troy Harmon here today with Jennifer Thomas and the other Thomas. Yes. Jessica Thomas. I say the other Thomas. I always talk about the Thomas I show. That's more than one Thomas because it's not Thomas's, is it? I always call it the Thomas. It can be the Thomas I if you would like it. Awesome, be. great, thank you. I, I appreciate but, you. But you know, it is license. the Joneses, so why wouldn't it be the Thomases? I'm sure proper. It's the <laughs> Thomases. It just seems Thomas I is better for me, and I know several of y'all, so you know it's even more fun. There's a I lot of us. Yeah, that's right. So Jesse works in our tax division at Hensler Financial, and um, she's a CPA. Yes. Um, she can do all manner of things with taxes, and we're going to talk to her about some of those later in the show. And uh, Jennifer is um, is a principal at Hensler Financial. She also oversees um, many things, but probably her main focus is uh, our financial planning division. We call it planning and implementation because what good's a plan without you taking action on it, That's right? That's right. All right, so uh, we're here to talk about some Financial markets was one of the many things that we do. Um, markets up this week, up 2.2%. Good stuff, right? Woo! <laughs> there you go. You sound really excited. Jennifer. I am, I am. Yeah, how about that? 2.2% uh, health care, finally. Making a comeback, 3.5% plus. Uh, communication services up 3.36%. Industrials up 3.2%. Consumer discretionary, 297 So, um... Industrials and consumer discretionary doing well. That's a those are very cyclical stocks. If you look on the other end of the spectrum, utilities down 0.71, consumer staples down 0.19%. That's the only two negatives. Energy, which you can never tell these days from week to week what kind of returns you're going to have, uh, are up but only 0.43%. Again, overall stock market according to the S&P 500 was up 2.2%. When you look at uh, year-to-date numbers, we're up 21.69%. That's pretty amazing. That is a good return. Exactly. So uh, we measure back to one year ago, and we were already in the middle of that uh, significant downturn that we had in the fourth quarter of 2000, um, 2018, um, where we lost almost 20% from September 20th down to uh uh, December 24th, um, we look at that, we're up 9.07%. So uh, um, you kind of temper what's been going on uh, relative to year-to-date, but real estate still up 30% since that period, October 17th of 2018. Um, utilities up 2269 Consumer staples up 16.68. Anybody got any idea? Why that might be, maybe it's interest rates. We've had a pretty significant decline in interest rates. Those top three sectors, 
generally tend to be um, rate sensitive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, their stocks pay dividends and, uh, you know, the dividend yield makes them uh, somewhat bond proxies is the way we talk about them around here. Um, There is one sector that is negative over the last year, and that is energy. Energy. Yeah, 18.2% it has lost in the last 12 months. Um, we are in the middle of earnings season. We've uh, gotten rolling a little bit. We've got 62, 63 companies that have reported uh, through this week, and that is, um, that's our third quarter uh, earnings report. Um, surprise is positive 3.95% on earnings. Sales surprise is uh, 1.04%. But if you look at uh, growth, actual growth, so it is negative 3.52% on earnings, and it's positive almost 3% on sales, 2.96%. So um, sales are growing, earnings are contracting, uh, but the surprise is positive. Why would that be? It's because analysts actually expected um, our our numbers to come up even more negative than they are. In fact, I've been seeing about 2.2%, negative 2.2% on earnings is what's expected in the third quarter. Um, <clears throat> and like I say, right now we're at about 3.5% on the negative side for earnings reports. And really uh, most of what we've seen, um, if you look at financials, we've had 18 of 67 companies in the S&P 500 report. Uh, 4% surprise and negative uh, 2.29% uh, earnings growth. So a contraction there. Um, it, it's pretty much driving what's going on in the overall market, uh, positive 2.87% revenue. Um, and, you know, I said something about interest rates a little earlier. If you look just what we have right now versus what we had uh, even a month ago, uh, the short end of the yield curve has fallen significantly from uh, 2.05% on the one month down to 1.72% on that same one month. Uh, if you look at some of the ones we look a little more often at, um, the two-year Treasury yield, 172 uh in September. In October, it's 159 1.598, so we've lost 12.7 basis points, or 0.127% uh, in that space. Um, late July, you remember, we had that inversion in the yield curve everybody uh-huh. talked about. Uh, basically, what that means is the two-year yield was higher than the 10-year at the time. Right. But you can still see quite a bit of inversion. The one-month, two-month, three-month, six-month, and the one-year are all... Uh, significantly higher than everything from the two, three, and five year. You get to the seven year, and it's a little better than everything up to six months. The 10 year is now at 1.755, which is uh, finally higher than all of those. Um, Up until just last week, we had an inversion when you looked at everything from the one month to the one year. Mm -hmm. They were all higher, yielding more than... Uh, the 10-year treasury. So um, that's a significant change that we've seen. It's one of the pieces that I watch very closely. You know, the traditional uh, inversion in the yield curve is 
Um, it, it is a good indicator of potential recessions to come, but we've seen um, since May of this year until just recently, uh, all of those short um, maturities on the Treasury yield uh, being higher than the 10-year, so uh, that, that doesn't bode well still for economic growth. Uh, we got a few pieces of uh, data on the economy this week, uh, one of which is consumer sentiment, and I've been talking about this quite a bit. Um, no matter what the yield curve tells you, it's really the yield curve is about expectations, but uh, something where uh, University of Michigan goes straight to the horse's mouth. They ask consumers, they usually ask about 2,000 people um, what they believe is, uh, is going on in the economy. Uh, they talk to them about current situation and then their expectations. Uh, this week, the overall number went from uh, 96 or from 93.2 up to 96. So the consumer sentiment is actually better than it was a couple of weeks ago. They do this twice a month, University uh -huh. of Michigan. Um, <clears throat> and then if you look at um, both current conditions uh, and expectations rose, Current conditions rose 4.9 points. Uh, current conditions, by the way, have been stronger uh, recently than expectations for the consumer, and we've been believing that uh, most of the reason for that is is we've seen um, you know so much on the news about uh, the trade situation, and now we've got even more news to talk about with uh, with the impeachment process. Uh, it just seems like consumers have gotten kind of down in the dumps, or the, or they were. Mm -hmm. So now we're seeing a little bit of a reversal in that, uh, which I'm honestly surprised about. So uh, we've got um, some other information. Most of this just weekly mortgage application survey um, rose by a very minute amount, 0.5%. Um, and uh, most of that was from refinancing. If you want to know why, was refinancing at a at a uh, increase was basically because interest rates, especially on that 30-year um, mortgage, were up 19 basis points or 0.19% on the week. Um, the average 3.91% uh, on a 30-year mortgage uh, right now. So if you have a mortgage that's above that, at least uh, do a little bit of analysis. If it's uh, significantly above that, it'd be wise to get out and Look refinance. at refinancing. Yeah. But don't we expect interest rates to continue to fall? We do. Uh, yeah, there's an 82% chance, according to uh, the options uh, that trade on the Treasury, uh, that we will have another rate cut even this month. So October is expected to, to show up with a a rate cut okay. uh, and definitely by the end of the year it's like over 92 percent there you go you're listening to money talks we'll be right back stick around All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current but accuracy cannot be guaranteed the contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. 
Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.